Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Scottish Roadscast, an all-new podcast series from the Scottish Roads Archive. I'm Stuart Baird. And I'm John Hassel. In this new podcast, sorry, Roadscast, we will be talking about all the roads, bridges and motorways in Scotland that were constructed from 1945 onwards. It's an absolutely massive subject we've got here, Stuart. In this very first episode, no, we'll tell you about some of the change that we've made here with the podcast. And you mentioned earlier, before we even started about the logo, how good is the new logo? Wonderful new logo. Wonderful. Familiar voices to some. We will have some listeners who've been here yep. since the old days of the Glasgow Motorway Archive podcast. 55 episodes produced there over four years. Yes. But it was time for a wee change. It was. And the followers on social media will be aware that we recently rebranded mm-hmm. as the Scottish Roads Archive. And there were a number of reasons for that. Absolutely. And that seemed like a really good moment to shake up things with the podcast. Sorry, Roadscast. I was just about to yep. interject there. That's right. Do you know something, Stuart? When we've done the, what the, the Glasgow Motorway Archive podcast, as you say, hugely successful. Yeah. Often some of the best podcasts we've done were some of them outside of Glasgow. When we yeah. spoke about yeah. the Edinburgh City Bypass or the M9 or the yeah. M90... It was, it, yeah. There's it, an opportunity here. There is. It's a very good point. When we started off 11 years ago as Glasgow's motorways, mm. we focused entirely on Glasgow's motorways. Yes. But as things developed and we became Glasgow Motorway Archive and we started doing the podcast in 2018 and various other things, it was pretty obvious that people had an interest in parts of Scotland beyond Absolutely. Glasgow because there's a lot of interesting features. And people drive a lot of these roads and have fond memories of them as they developed and as, it were, as they were built. Mm-hmm. And like you say, we had some really popular podcasts yeah. from these areas. Yeah, Duncan McKnight has been a driving force in this as well. Yep. He has contributed with his, his A9 information yep. and yep. other things out with the field as well. Yep. So we do have more of a resource now yeah. than we did four years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, if you went back four years ago, mm-hmm. the, the entirety of our archive was based upon records from either the Glasgow Motorway System yeah. The Clyde Side Expressway, some of the other expressways, you know, local to that. Mm-hmm. In the last few years, we have built up a significant amount of material relating to routes like the A9, the major bridges. Remember Fourth Road Bridge? Yeah. Erskine Bridge, that's a bit outside Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, M74 all the way down to Gretna. Yeah. Edinburgh Road System as uh-huh. well. And also up north, Inverness, Keswick and stuff like that. Keswick, obviously a big one coming soon as well, yeah. There mm-hmm. are still a lot of gaps. Yeah. Uh, w- one of the, the things, I, I want to make a statement here about when we were doing the podcast, when we initially started out, there was this feeling I had where we were the experts. Yeah. But actually, a lot of people came forward with additional information. And yeah. we suddenly found as we, we moved that, especially in Asia was a good example, where actually we don't know much about this. Yeah. And we're talking yeah. about it and then people are getting in touch and then more more of our name is getting out there, more stuff coming yeah. in. Now we're really at a point where, Stuart, can I safely say that we're probably the largest private archive yeah. of, of roads material in Scotland? And that needs to be shared. Yeah. You know we're almost at the stage where I would confidently sit here and say that we were the largest archive of roads and transportation material in Scotland. Yeah. Because although some of the local history archives and, and historic environment of Scotland and national records for Scotland have some archive material on roads, mm-hmm. they aren't huge collections. We're not far off being the definitive archive it's for coming roads in, in yeah, Scotland. You're right. And it's coming in thick and fast. And you know what? Some of these bodies are recognising that. Historic Environment Scotland, Transport Scotland, yep. some of the local history archives, all very happy and keen to work with us on this material because we know it. We can identify it. Yeah. We can help them with it. You know? There's, there's definitely been a lot of that. Yeah. You know, because exactly. we, we have, we've travelled around. Our work does help as yeah. well, but exactly. with these things. Now, and we made this point on social media, mm-hmm. the Glasgow Motorway Collection yes. is obviously a significant chunk of our archive. That doesn't disappear. There will still mm-hmm. be a primary focus on the motorway system round about Glasgow mm-hmm. with a smattering of other Scottish road stuff initially. Obviously, as that develops, we'll probably see more yeah. from across the country coming in. But I don't want people just thinking that the, the Glasgow motorway system is now just forgotten about and we've moved away from that. No, on the contrary, we will still be talking about that. And we'll still get a lot of new material to come. Of course, that. yeah. And and that's maybe a, a statement I'm going to point at some of our new listeners. Yeah. Who go, yeah. Oh, Scottish Roads Archive. Mm-hmm. I don't live in the Glasgow area. Yeah. But they might visit the site right now and go, oh, very Glasgow-centric. Mm-hmm. It's because, well, that's where we started out. Exactly. And of course, I just want to reassure any long-time listeners from the uh, Glasgow Motorway Archive podcast, we will still, still talk about Glasgow mm-hmm. things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's always going to be an opportunity to talk about the M77, Stuart. Absolutely. 
you are absolutely right and that's let's be honest that's why we're here yeah. and you know some of the features that we had in the old podcast series like asking for listener questions now and again mm-hmm. even sharing some of the items from the archive that we have or getting guests yeah, on all these things will continue yes all of these things will continue yes. and I hope actually we'll be able to encourage more people to contribute it has it certainly uh, it certainly helped the evolution of mm-hmm. the podcast and other things we should go and talk about and so on yeah so no that's fantastic you know we we really patted ourselves on the back there yeah. in fairness but i think we, i think it's deserved it is deserved but i do want to give credit to the people who listen to this as mm-hmm. well because see if people didn't and they didn't contribute and they didn't give us the good reviews and everything we wouldn't have carried on, probably, if we felt that people weren't enjoying yep. this. So thank you very much thank to everyone. Thank you to the 50-odd thousand people who downloaded our podcast last year. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope that people across Scotland will find us and will see that if they have an interest in roads, uh, not just the building of roads, the planning of roads, but actual driving on roads, because yeah. we will now talk about things like roadside features yeah. uh, and people's memories of roads and things like that. It's not all just about the building of them and the planning of them and the civil engineering. It's about all aspects of it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the driving experience of it, you know. Yeah, we did. I mean, that was one we done with the North Coast 500, mm-hmm. which was more of a kind of driving one, yeah. you know, which went down quite well, I think. And regardless of your ideological stance if you're against roads or or you're really kind of for them there'll be something in here for you because we make it factual exactly with a healthy dose of our opinions as well but they're just our opinions absolutely so that's it precisely okay so so, episode one of the roads cast Mm -hmm. what are we going to talk about I'll tell you, Stuart. So yes. I, I thought the best way to, to kick off the, 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 the kind of the, the this debut episode would be to talk about the trunk roads in Scotland. Mm-hmm. All the trunk roads. Now, for anyone worrying, we're going to be sitting here for three hours. No, we're not. <laughs> no. It will be a, quite a brief overview and we'll have some back and forward about, the, about this stuff and then finish at the end with some news on things. Yeah. Um, but... I've, I've spent a bit of time looking over how many trunk roads are in Scotland, okay. and I was actually quite surprised. I have a question. Already? Yep. I barely started. Yeah, I know, but I need to <laughs> ask this question because there will be people listening who will be saying, what the hell's a trunk road? Uh, so true, tell true. me, John, what, what is a trunk road? What makes it different to any kind of road? Okay, so this is my definition that I've got here, which which I believe is, is correct. It is a road of strategic importance that is managed, maintained, and funded by the Scottish Government. Correct. For Scotland. Yes. And all motorways in Scotland are trunk roads. That's right. That's not the case across the UK. No, because they have some motorways in, in England yeah. where, where the local authority does maintain them. It was the case in Scotland until 1996. That's right, because Glasgow. Yes, but yeah. not anymore. So if you're on a motorway in Scotland, it's a government-maintained road. Yes. But there are a whole raft of A roads, some of which I don't even know, and you're going to give us an overview of what the... I'm trying to hide this list from you, but I know, I know you, you've, you've got it here as well. <laughs> so what I'm going to do first is I'm just going to, I'm going to roll some numbers out. So in total, and I've gone for individual routes, so this is your motorways and, yeah, and yeah. the A roads and so on and stuff like that, um, there are 54 trunk roads in Scotland. That's, now, that's more than I would have thought. 42 of which are A roads and 12 are motorways. Just checking your numbers here. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry, Stuart. As no sooner has the word <laughs> left my lips that somebody will be writing in and going, actually, that is actually a separate road or something no, like that. No, this looks like a pretty accurate list to me, and it's it's way more than I thought. And, and you know, looking at that list, I would have been like, yeah, there's not 54 there, but there is. Absolutely well, right. Um, no, my, my sources, there, I did have a look myself, but I also did look on Transport Scotland's mm-hmm, website. Mm-hmm, they have yeah. a, a lovely comprehensive list of this that made, made things quite quite kind of simple yep. for me looking at the the research from this so um where to start okay can we start at number one start with the motorways you want to start with the motorways I, I, first I, I, yeah of okay, course well, you, we'll, you we'll start with the motorways and it, then we'll, we'll we'll see if we can get round to some it, if it's about strategic importance then the motorways tend to be well, the then most strategically the important then it's the m8 yeah okay so the m8 is is a trunk road. It's mm-hmm. a motorway. Yeah. Now, Stuart, some questions. Or I'll put to you maybe some opinions you've got on some of these things. So, first of all, have you ever driven the M8? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could say no to that. Yes, yes, frequently. End to end. End to end, many times. So the M8 main road between Glasgow and Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Massive artery between our two um, our, two major cities. Our most important motorway, basically. Certainly, our busiest. 
Yes, it is our busiest. Yeah, I would. I would say. I mean, some might argue the seventy-four is M seventy-four might be more important because it's strategic link to the rest of the United Kingdom. Yeah, that's a yeah. So the M eight has a a different sort of type of importance. Yeah, to links, the M links are two cities, yeah. uh, and we have the, the M eight corridor. I stay along the yep. M8 corridor. Mm-hmm. It's a vital kind of artery, and it runs all the way from from Edinburgh all the way out to just past Bishopton, yep. shy of Langbank at, at West Ferry. It's got um, yeah, the junctions go from one to thirty-one. There's actually more than thirty-one junctions if you count the A ones, but the, there you go. So brief overview of the M8, but you will have heard so much about the M8 if you have listened to our previous podcast. Now we spoke about another motorway very quickly there, mm-hmm. the M74. Yes, and very- the E74M. Yes, so we'll do two for the price of one yep. here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, M74 and A74M. Most of the time, people just refer to these as one route, though. Yeah, and the junction numbers obviously confirm that, that that is a single route. Um, very important, as you said, for trade purposes. 80%, mm-hmm. I think, of all cross-border traffic yep. from between Scotland and England uses the M74 and the A74M. Yeah. Clearly very important. And a key part of the Glasgow Urban Motorway System at its northern end. Yes. A combined length of these ones does actually make up our longest route as yes. well. Yeah. Uh, look at these now. Let's preempt the point. People go, well, why isn't it just all M74? Oh, well, we'll cover that in a future podcast. If people really want to know the answer, if they check out the M74 page on the website, scottishroadsarchive.org forward slash M74. Mm-hmm. All the information you need on that is there. Wonderful, wonderful use of plugging the website there, yes. Stuart. I was just going to simply give the good listeners the answer, but you're like, no, do your homework. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. We're not making it that easy for people. <laughs> Anyone listening in the car is like, oh, I've got to pull over now. Yeah. Right. Okay. So um, another really important motorway, the M73. Mm-hmm. I call it the Glasgow Eastern Bypass. Mm-hmm. You disagree. You call it the Lanarkshire Bypass. It's the Lanarkshire Western Bypass. Lanarkshire Western was... Bypass. So yeah. this, this links three really important roads. It's not very long. No. It's. I wouldn't say it's forgotten, but it's, no, it, no. This is a motorway that has really grown in importance in the last decade because yeah. of the completion of the M80, the completion mm-hmm. of the M74, and the upgrade of the M8. Yeah, have all increased the importance of the the M73. Absolutely. Where before you were just basically running along a five mile slip road between the M74 and the A80 mm-hmm. with a wee connection at Bailston. It's now a major strategic link yeah. between these three major routes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it wasn't there, we would suffer. Of course, um, yeah. everyone would be going through Glasgow or going yeah. down the A73. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So really important road. You've also mentioned the M80. Mm-hmm. M80, the gateway to the north yep. from Glasgow. Yep. Starting in Glasgow down at the M8 at Proven yep. and going all the way up to, um, well, past Hags and everything. And it goes all the way up to where it meets the M9 at Bannockburn. Yeah. Yep. What do you think of it? Uh, it's a road I don't mind too much. It's slightly... <laughs> Under-engineered is that the right is that the right phrase in the sense that it, it doesn't have enough enough lanes and places because of the amount of traffic that uses it, which we will discuss in future when we get to our M80 podcast. Um, I think it's adequate. It's probably a good description for it. Adequate. Adequate. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people who use that every day. I certainly have many memories in the M80 going north mm-hmm. back to, to where I hail from uh, taking that route. But yeah, different different characteristics. Urban in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, some newer sections built in, in 2011, which... Uh, Quite an interesting one for us because it's got a section that was built in the 70s. So back in that original heyday for motorway building. Mm-hmm. We've got a 90s scheme in there. So, you know, the second heyday for road building, a Strathclyde region scheme. And then mm-hmm. the big long section in the middle, a modern scheme. Yeah, and, and there's real differences from the engineering point of view for each of those three sections yeah. and it's fascinating to compare them against one another of course so, yeah it's really interesting it's an interesting route from that point of view a bit like another major Glasgow motorway the M77 yes I mentioned it early on yeah the, the the gateway to Ayrshire mm-hmm. uh, obviously very urban yes. in, in the start of this going through to, to like Junction 4 mm-hmm. and then continue we've got the newer section goes over yeah. the Fenwick Moor yeah. um, down to the Meeklewood Interchange just north of Kilmarnock mm-hmm. on there so yeah M77 very busy roads oh, yes. it's often one we have moaned about being stuck on mm-hmm. um, but we've spoken about it in the past and we will speak about it again most definitely um, so we, what what are the major ones have we got Stuart? well in terms of major ones I would say there's probably two more major ones okay <laughs> right well, okay I'm just wondering if you'll leave out one of my favourite ones here but what, well, what ones do you think in terms of the major ones I would say the M9 and the M90 good you mentioned yeah. M90 that's yeah. fine Duncan and I are happy 
Mm-hmm. The M90 is a decent motorway. I we did a bit of research on that recently. I have a newfound um, interest in that route. The development of it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, from an engineering point of view, lots of different features depending on when the section was constructed. Mm-hmm. Most recent bit, I say the most recent bit of the, the original M90 north of the Forford Bridge. Uh, the 1980 section, when you compare yep. that with the section 1964 for the Forford Bridge, very different. Mm-hmm. And then the bits in the middle had interesting stories behind them as and well. And it's got some terrific features. Those, yeah. those bends at the top, mm-hmm. and you've got Craig mm-hmm. End in, interchange yep. as well, which is, is terrific. Now, and, and of course, now parts of the M90 are incorporated into Queensbury yeah. Crossing as well. So yep. loads, of, loads of features on it um, to talk about. M9. The M9. Mm. Often mm. I talk, I call it Scotland's M40. Mm. Yeah. Because the M9, and it's no disrespect to it, I, I do find it in some ways maybe a bit boring. Featureless. Featureless. Yeah. But it does a very important job. Yeah. And I think without the M9, the M8 would suffer even more. We mm. do have, in an essence, a kind of a, a luxury of two. I wouldn't say roughly parallel, but going to going to similar places in terms of Edinburgh. But the well, M9 yeah. is, is 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 important, albeit maybe not as busy as the M8. A key part of the Central Scotland motorway system, of course. Yeah. So there's another little motorway that links M9 and M80. You like it? Yeah, the M876. Yes, that's right. That another one interesting motorway that began its life as an aeroad bypass. That's right. So there was a section. The western section was the A876. Mm-hmm. Um, then upgraded to motorway in 1974 as part of the Stirling Bypass and various other bits and bobs. Well remembered. Mm-hmm. And then the eastern <laughs> section came along in 1980 as part of the final section of the M9. So <laughs> it's a motorway that kind of exists because it needs to link two more important routes, but it has one or two interesting features, particularly the open spandrel uh, accommodation arch bridge. The uh, high one. So, yeah, sort of midway along. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Otherwise... It's fairly featureless as it's well. Very short yeah. as well. Isn't Had it? a wee extension back in two thousand and eight when the Quack Manager Bridge was finished. When they extended it by a junction, if you remember. Good, yeah, they went up to bow, well to bow trees. Mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. They, well, they grade separated bow yep. trees, didn't they? Mm-hmm, so yep. that's it. Um, the last of the prefixed M motorways is the M eight nine eight, which is one of the shortest motorways yep. in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, that. Basically, is the Erskine Bridge South Approach Roads. Exactly. Yeah, another important route in the sense that we need it to connect to the Erskine Bridge. Yeah. Um, Deserving of its own number, though? Surely it's just a spur. It, it, it needed to have a number, I suppose, <laughs> in the sense that it continued across the bridge as an A-road, so it made sense, rather than being an M8 spur. Mm-hmm. to have its own own number but is it really deserving of it mm, it's one of these ones that's up for debate but we'll have a podcast on that road at some get, point probably going to get angry letters to this uh, podcast slash mm-hmm. roadcast that no. we've done but uh, no that's a fair point so now we go on to just quickly on some motorways with an A prefix so these are for example the A823M Oh, yes. So known as the Petrivi Spur mm-hmm. up at Marston that goes mm-hmm. off from um, Junction 2 towards Dunfermline. Slightly longer than the M898, I believe. Yes, a yep. little bit. Tiny, tiny mm-hmm. little bit, to yep. be honest with you. Very unbuilt Yes, uh, in, in sections there. I, the road I've spent a lot of time working on and I grew quite fond of, mm-hmm. in, in a way. And it serves an important purpose. Yeah, it does. You're right. It does. It's a fairly important route there. Mm-hmm. Um um, another one, well, we spoke about the A74M, mm-hmm. that quickly ticks off, and there is a little tiny secret motorway we have, which is the A8M. Oh, yeah, the, the, the interesting Sw- one. Yeah. The Swinton Spur, which we had a sign for, and then the sign came down, but in all legal sense, it does exist it, as the A8M. It does, it exists as a legal entity um, between Baleston Roundabout and mm-hmm. Swinton Roundabout. In fact, the entirety of Baleston Roundabout is A8M. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's under motorway restrictions because you can only get to and from it yeah. from motorways exactly so. so yeah that is an interesting one yeah. there's people who probably didn't know that but there you go you're, you're now, driving on it there's, there's an interesting one here that you've not included and I'm kind of glad you haven't because I don't believe it exists but there's many people out there that say it does and that would be the A92M but I don't think that oh. actually exists that's a sabre argument that, that we don't want to cover here <laughs> it's never referred to as that very very early uh, documents I've come across I've, I've mentioned things like M92 right um, but it, ne- it never came to be. This, no. this of course, was the, the, the well, at, at the moment it's Junction 2A of the M90, which is yeah. known as the um, Crossgate Spur or Cannon yeah. Spur. So the spur itself is under the legal, the legal aspects of the M90. M90. Yeah, exactly. And, been, and I spoke to one of the original contractors who mm-hmm. worked for Morrison's, and he said that's well, all, all we ever referred it to. You heard it here first. <laughs> but people are allowed to dream. I mean, there are some anomalies that do exist elsewhere in, in the United Kingdom, but... Yeah. As you say, it's under M90. 
Right, motorways covered. Mm-hmm. That's uh, done. We're fairly getting through them. We'll just yeah. get on to the 42A roads now. My goodness. So as I said earlier, the A1. Now the A1, you mentioned the A1. You think of that long road in England uh, that's got good bits and it's got bad bits. But we have A1 in Scotland. It runs from Berwick and it goes all the way into Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have had a pretty extensive podcast on this in the past, haven't we? Yes, and we will do again because we're always learning new stuff. So we are, There's know. still a few gaps. Um in the knowledge in some of these sections. But the A1, again, a route, if you need to get into the northeast of England, it's perfectly adequate. Oh, yeah. It'd be nice to have some more dual carriageway, but hey. I, I My opinion of the A1 has always been that the Scottish side of the route is not the problem. It's when you get into those long, monotonous sections, single carriageway sections north of Newcastle, oh, Annick and places like that. That's Fortunately, where national highways are finally doing yeah. something about it. But no, you're right. The Scottish section actually has more sections of it dueled. Yeah. So yep. there we go. Mm-hmm. You want to know another good borders trunk road? I don't know if you knew this was a trunk road, Stuart. Of course you did. Surprise me. <laughs> the A68. An interesting route. What I I quite like the A68. Yes. But I think the only reason I like it is because mm-hmm. it had so much improvement during the 1990s. You know, remember they straightened out a lot of the bends. They widened a lot of sections of it to include hard strips. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think if you were driving the A68 back in the 1970s, I think it would have been a very different beast to what it is now. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's got the Dalkeith Bypass yeah. as well, um, which I think they refer to as Dalkeith Northern Bypass. That's right, yep. Um, it's got some sections actually for a single carriageway road. I mean, it's all entirely single carriageway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has great separated junctions yep. <laughs> on yep. those newer sections. Yep. No, I, I, I'm a big fan of the A68. It's my preferred route mm-hmm. to the to the northeast of England. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would back you up on that one. Um, yep. Yeah, I know it has a neighbour um, in that but, part of the world as well, which is not so good. Yes, um, just on the A68, this is something I would like to cover a bit more of at some point in the future. Uh-huh. So expect a roadscast about that. Not something we've really spoken about before, so yeah, by all Interesting. means. Yeah. I'm sure there are people out there who'd love to contribute I, I, to we that. We know that at one point in the 1990s, they were actively considering drilling. Yes, Long sections I've, of even, I've seen plans for a Jedba bypass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we have some slides that have the impressions of the uh, Jedba bypass can, uh, drawn by Alexander. Dunkabell. Again, another example of something we've had for years, and we're like, we just need the platform to share this. So yeah. as A68 fans yeah. right now hopping mm-hmm. up and down in anticipation. I, I'm sure they are, John. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know about a little road called the Melrose bypass? Yes, this is, a, this is a road that I like quite a bit. This is the one that's partially constructed on an old railway line. Yeah. It has a couple of very impressive structures on it. Was it built in the 80s? Yes, I believe so. 80s and 90s? Uh, was it not done in two sections? One section was done much earlier and then has another it, bit came a bit later. Has it got a really good bridge on it as well? Yes, Gala Foot Bridge. Gala Foot nice bridge. high one, good view, Gala Shields and that whole valley. And what's there. its number? That would be the A6091. Well done, that's yep. fine. Yeah, A6091, also known as Melrose Bypass, yep. that links the A68 also to the drunk part of the A7. Yes. Now the, That's right, yeah, pre-1996, yeah. A7 was entirely trunk. So all the way from Edinburgh City Bypass all the way down to... The border. To Langham, basically, was uh, was trunk. But in 1996, when we had all the changes, they, they terminated, you could see the trunk section at the A6091. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So the trunk section of the A7 is actually really only its southern part. Yes. A7, very beautiful, mm, beautiful yeah. scenery. Yeah. Not a fast road, though. Not a road you would choose if you were trying to get anywhere quickly. <laughs> It's quite a lot of towns on the way. But I think I think yep. it's a beautiful corridor. It is, it's a nice road. Um, there, again, there's a lot of nice features along it. You've you've done a bit of work I've out there, didn't you? Been... A bit of work on that, but yeah. Uh, yeah, frustrating if you get stuck behind a tractor <laughs> or some other I agricultural have vehicle. This is going to be the single carriageway problems, aren't they? Of many roads that we're going to talk about, but no, the 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 A7. I actually don't know much about it, so mm-hmm. again, that's going to be another treasure trove of information if we can find out yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now we do mention, of course, I, I mentioned earlier roads post nineteen. 19- 45. Mm-hmm. Now, all these roads, well, in the case of the A7, was around, you know, even prior to then. Yeah. So it is just trying to find that information. Lots of them have had post war improvements. Yes. Like the E68, as we mentioned. E7's had a few improvements as well. In fact, you know, we, we obviously covered the non trunk section of the E7, and that would let us talk about the Dokeith Western Bypass. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's not just trunk roads we're going to be talking no, about in no. the future, but for this one, We'll, we'll stick to that. Let's yeah. talk about one more road in the 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 kind of borders of that southeast part of England, um, southeast part of Scotland. Apologies. So <laughs> that is um, the A702. 
Ah, yes, the Edinburgh to you, bigger through bigger. I have never driven this road in its entire length, and it is one of the things that really bugs me. I've been on I, bits of it. I'm disappointed in you for admitting that it's a, a very impressive road. It, is, it cuts the corner. If you're coming from Carlisle and you're going to Edinburgh, it's a good way of cutting the corner. Few it, long straight sections where there's good overtaking opportunities if if you need them. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. if you get stuck behind one or two trucks, it can be slow going. And there's a few towns along the road as well, thinking about Bigger in particular. It's obviously the biggest one, um, where you're running right through the the, the main street there. Yeah. And that can be quite busy, but it's an impressive wee road. We know there was a number of improvements there in the early 70s. The entire southern section, uh, where it crosses the Clyde, that was all redone um, just around about the time the A74 was duelled in that location. That's right, because it has kind of similar features when you're down there. That's the section I've used a bit more of, but uh, Mm -hmm. no. That's on my bucket list, so to mm-hmm. speak. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's skip to the other side of the M74. Okay. Um, have you ever driven the A701? Another is- good road for cutting the corner. So yeah, if you're coming from Glasgow, going to Dumfries, a wonderful road for coming off. Junction 15, Moffat, mm-hmm. M74, right off there. Straight down all the way down to Dumfries. Long straight sections. A couple of very fast sections yeah. in that road when it's quiet as well. Scary, so mm. uh, I've seen in many occasions. But let down by the narrow bridge halfway along with the traffic lights. Yes. Yeah, St Anne's? St Anne's yeah. Bridge. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Cold road in the winter as well. Just be careful yeah. on that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, that, of course, leads you to the A75. Now, the A75, really important road in Scotland, but mm. we've never had a chance to really talk about because we haven't spoken about any roads in Dumfries and Galloway no. No. on the erstwhile Glasgow Motorway Archive podcast. But now yeah. that this is the roadcast, the, the reins have been kind of let <laughs> loose that we can talk about such well. a thing. Mm-hmm. So, sure, are you an A75 expert? Uh, no. no. Well, you're going to be in the future because we will find out more about this this road that goes all the way from Stranraer yep. right to Gretna. We have a number of our uh, records in the archive relating to sections of this. Um, mm-hmm. Castle Douglas section. We've got some photos there. Um, the um, Some of the other bypasses that were built in the 80s and 90s, we've got some records relating to those schemes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we know some of the big consultants were involved. I think Babti had some involvement in some of the E75 stuff. And then we had more recent schemes like the Dunraggett Bypass at the, the Stranraer end where they took out the, 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 the very old bridge that mm-hmm. was on the old road and bypassed that. We've got some detail on that as well. And he it? says he's not an expert and he has all these nuggets no, for us. I no, wasn't no, expecting no, no, you to, no. but I, I, I was aware we did have some stuff, but you've you've clearly looked at it in some detail. And that's, yep. I see you've shared that. I, and it's got a dual carriageway section at its far end as well where it meets the M74. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does so going to Stranraer, mm-hmm. um, that is where the M sorry the A seventy seven and the uh, A seventy five kind of I'd say almost meet but yeah. meet there. Um, there is a small trunk road down there, mm-hmm. um, which kind of cuts the corner. But yeah. the A seventy seven being kind of the the main road going all the way up to uh, Kilmarnock mm-hmm. and uh, back down to Stranraer yeah. a really long road and we drove this road yeah. we while ago and I actually really quite enjoyed it I, I love the 77 and it's very interesting there's a lot of stuff to see particularly where the road hugs the coast you know south of Turnberry where you come right back to the coast yeah we really got some nice cracking section. photos there yep we really did and, and there's some other sections it, it pulls inland again as, as you head south you know past Girvin and there's some really interesting features on that section as well before you eventually get back to the coast at the ferry the co- terminal at Cairn Ryan that's right, and includes like the air bypass yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and all these things as well. Air so, bypass built in the 60s, um, you know, so lots to talk about there. The dual carriageway sections north of air, also very interesting. Come on, yeah. we mm-hmm. have touched on that yeah. before. Yeah, um, Prestwick bypass, yeah, there's there's plenty to talk about in the, in the Ayrshire side of things as well. And there's been lots of improvements in the A77 south of air over the last 20 years as well, with the overtaking and opportunities. incredibly and- recent one. Mm-hmm. Would you like to know the, the, the breaking news on the A77? You go right ahead. I can't believe you don't know this. Uh, but this is the long-awaited A77 Mabel Bypass. Oh, so of course. So officially yes. opened. Um, I've got, got it kind of dated here uh, from the 31st of January. Brilliant. Yeah, that's not one I've driven yet. We'll need to try and get down at some point. There is still, look, this is one of these things, these opening dates. There's still speed restrictions and... Um, Finishing works. Finishing yeah. works going on at the moment. So yeah. that was completed. I think it was a cost of like twenty nine million pounds. But the Mabel Bypass is now open. That's one of those interesting schemes that, that long term listeners will know. John and I like to talk about where it's a scheme that's existed uh, in documents 
for 50 years longer in some cases. So you know, Mabel, the Rye, towns like that that have been bypassed very recently have had proposals for bypasses for, for a very long time and, and they make for an interesting chat yeah. and an interesting discussion when we, we, when we have podcasts on those. So we will definitely have them at one point. That That is another point. I mean, we also, as much as we talk about the built roads that we have, we also talk about unbuilt schemes and proposals that never came to anything we probably could have a podcast series just talking about unbuilt bypasses absolutely yeah. there there are loads yeah. of them as there have been changes in local government mm-hmm. and things like that these things get shelved yeah and, yeah yeah okay go quite far with their planning before getting cancelled as well mm-hmm. so while we're in airship we'll we'll pick one more airship road a78 E78, another interesting route. So that's where's that from? That's Moncton at yep. Presbyterian Airport, all the way up to, to the Bullring. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bullring oh, roundabout. Yeah, of course, aye, all the way up. Of course. It's all so the way I up love there. the southern sections of this because yeah. it's one of the, the only examples. Actually, A78 has this this uh, feature about it where it's the only section of dual three lane all-purpose road in a kind of a motorway configuration or rural. Mm-hmm. So it does have th- uh, dual three lanes on the Irvine bypass mm-hmm. known yeah. by Warwick's. Very true. Yep. Very, very cool. And again, some very interesting um, sections north of there through Weems Bay, Largs, yep. Sea Mill. Yeah, the we've quite scenic. And so mm-hmm. and then it becomes more urban. You've got the dual carriageway at uh, the old IBM plant. Yep. Smango Valley. Just one here should run, or sorry, Dumfries and Galloway one. You you did mention the, the one that cuts the corner down at Strinrar, but we never gave the number, the A751. Thank you very yep. much. That's well what I remember. I if somebody to, points I that out. Yes, the A751, <laughs> because this was one I only learned about. I was like, oh, hold on a minute, what's this? Yeah. And you were like, oh, yeah, this is Trunk Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's kind like, of oh, where they stack the trucks when there's issues with the ferries and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So there we go. Mm-hmm. There's the little ones that count. So no A78. So why don't we look further north? Now, what grander A road is there for Scotland than the A9? Hmm. Depends who you ask. Well, it's certainly very high profile. <laughs> it is. It's a road that's had a lot of improvements over the years. Duncan mm. has spoken at length about this. We're hoping to have a really good page yes. on the A9 coming out on, on the website. Yep. Obviously, um, starting its kind of journey, I suppose, if you say the start all the way down mm-hmm. um, near Falkirk yeah. and going all the way up, and it actually finishes at Scrapster. Uh, Scotland's longest trunk road, I believe. Yes, it yep. is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... Quite a lot of it becoming dual. I mean, the, the sections that we look now between, um, where are we going? So we're going from kind of like uh, from the Blaine all the way, the way yeah. to, to yeah. Perth, dual yeah. carriageway. Mm-hmm. And, and the dual carriageway is creeping northwards as the really high profile uh, kind of uh, project of the A9 dueling continues with uh, the next section, hopefully starting, I believe, further on the end of this year or next year. Yeah, so, it looks like it. Yeah. Yep. Um, something. Like so the A9, really, really important. We're not glossing over it. We will come back and talk about the A9 again, but we have a fantastic podcast. I hope you haven't deleted, Stuart. It is still there about all, the A9. All, all the old podcasts can still be found uh, from the last couple of years. Right, so, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Because everybody wants to know about that. So mm-hmm. that's another one there. So when you're on the A9, you get up by Aviemore mm-hmm. and there's a junction yeah. for a great trunk road that I've never even mentioned. Okay. Called the A95. The A95 runs from well the trunk section of that runs from the a9 all the way through to keith goes basically through Speyside. yeah the a95 important road but i grew up alongside this road um for from a, a large part of my life and um so it's got something kind of special in my heart um i have driven it many many times when i very first got behind the wheel of a car when i was learning to drive I pulled out onto the A95. It was the first bit of asphalt that that I I drove on uh, as as a driver, so it's important to me. However, criminally, I've not done too much research on it, and that is going to be a project that I want to look at. It's it's not a road I know a great deal about either, but having driven some of it with you, um, I I did find it really quite an interesting-looking road. It was. Yeah, Yeah, it was. Sessions of A95 beyond, um, beyond Keith. Um, leading up to the A98 are not trunk though. So, um, other roads in this area? Yeah. Um, um, what else have we got up in that part of the world? We've got the A93. No. Oh, you mentioned A93, but oh. I'm going to have to put the klaxon on for that <gasps> one. Okay. That's not a trunk road, Stuart. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, but 
<laughs> do you know what? Just speaking about this, like, though, we will talk about roads that aren't yeah. on crowds coming because the A ninety three is cool. Yeah. I don't know if you've driven up the Braemar Way before, yeah, and so yeah. it's it's uh, if you've got some extra time, you head north. It's really good. Mm-hmm. So A ninety six. This is a road you'd never actually driven into end until a few years ago before I decided to drag you up there. Yeah, very true. Bonk you in the 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 passenger seat and say, right, we're going from Aberdeen to Inverness. Yeah, A ninety six. What did you think of it? Oh, that was an interesting road, wasn't it? When you're starting at the Aberdeen Bypass and then you're heading west, mm-hmm. you've got that long section of dual carriageway. Uh, With all quite, the roundabouts on it. Yep, quite fast moving, quite straight in places, if I remember rightly. Uh, and then, then all of a sudden you're just chucked onto this rural yes. road. That, <laughs> in Aberdeenshire, yeah. yeah. Um, which, which is some debate about the quieter sections. But some interesting bypasses between there and Inverness. Huntley. Yep. Oh, you've got Inverurie first. Fockabers. Fockabers, yeah, that's yep. the one that came later. Beautiful bypass mm-hmm. they've made. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the, the current plans that they have for the A96 involve kind of um, using that, that corridor again. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a road that they're looking at dueling mm-hmm. entirely, uh, which they, they've they've pledged to do, which, um, which is a massive project. Mm-hmm. But I've used the A96 a lot. It's very, very busy, but it also lacks bypasses in key areas such yeah. as Nairn and also in Elgin. And yeah. Keith. Yep. Don't forget Keith. So um, the A96, really an important road between Inverness and Aberdeen and all the towns that come between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, I mentioned the, the Aberdeen Bypass. Yes, you did. What number does that have? So that actually has two numbers. Uh, A90 is is the number it has, but it does actually have a what they call the southern leg that mm-hmm. goes off to, to Charleston, uh, which is the A956. Oh, who knew? Who knew? I know, because they couldn't make it all the way around. Because actually, what happened up there is, uh, I'll I'll move on to talking about the A92, is that the old parts of the A90 that went through Aberdeen Mm -hmm. are called now A92. Yeah. They actually used to be called A92 before they built the A90. Uh The A90 is actually more of a recent road in in these parts anyway, with all the upgrades they've done in the late 1980s and Uh 1990s between Dundee and and Aberdeen. It made sense when you think, I mean, I know at the time they were looking to have a single consistent route number from from the south all the way up to Aberdeen when they dueled it, as you say. So to have M90 then become A90, it it made sense. Didn't rather have A85 and then A92 and and there was other numbers as well, was there? Yeah, I mean... (sighs) Yes, it did. Uh, one of the things about the road, although it came with some some of the later improvements, it was one of my preferred ways of getting from uh, the north of Scotland mm-hmm. down to the southeast of Scotland. Yeah, not southeast England, as I made the mistake. Of. I'm not driving <laughs> to Kent, but um, I um, I always found that preferred it going that way. Now with the Aberdeen bypass, it's good, but I no longer use it because it's full of average speed cameras now. Yeah. <laughs> So and why would that be a problem, John? No, it, it just it, it just I don't have cruise control in the car, and it means I'm sitting there watching the speedo all the time. I need to buy a car with cruise control so I can get back on the A90. To be honest with you, okay, um, a road that has actually had some some poor road safety figures that necessitated these cameras. But yeah. you know another hero that saved the day: the improvements to the A9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which has meant I've I've started to take the A9 uh, more, more regularly going up there. Lots of recent improvements to the A90 that we'll be able to talk about, thinking about with the Brecon Bypass and places yeah. like that. Tons of things you can talk about. Aberdeen Bypass. Absolutely. And they're, they're doing junction. There. There's a, the job at Lawrence Kirk that they're going ahead yeah. with now, putting the flyover in, removing some of those junctions. They've done the uh, Balmany to Tipperty dueling, mm-hmm. which was uh, north of the AWPR, yeah. Aberdeen Bypass route. Yeah. So if you're going up to Ellen, that's even quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you haven't really mentioned Northwest Scotland. What have we got well, up there? What's the big one for the Northwest? It has to be the A82. It has to be the A82, yeah. yeah. So from Erskine Bridge all the way to Inverness. Mm. As a trunk road section, anyway. As it functions, don't like it. What? How can you not like the A82? I love the way it looks. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. You're always going somewhere nice when you're going yeah, on yeah. the 82. Yeah. Um, but I think the sections up by Tarbit um, are, yeah. are, are blooming awful. The, the last uh, sections, you know, the last unimproved sections. Yeah, really. I, I don't like that at all. And I came down for this... Uh, once I've nearly been taken up by blooming lorry on it, yeah. And this, the other time I came down, there was absolutely belting it down with the rain. It was smashing it down, yeah. And uh, with it being narrow and loads of tourist traffic and stuff like that, I did not like it one bit. You, you do need to be careful on that road. My, yeah. my dad had always said to me, a good thing with the A2 is if the weather's bad on the A9, it can be a good alternative, mm-hmm. but it is a lot slower. Yeah. But 
Glencoe section. Yep. Absolutely lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind the section by Loch Ness. I don't mm-hmm. know what you think of that. It's a bit windy. It's kind of it's, quite yeah, busy. Not much to see. I bet you've got um, some nice features bridges-wise. You'll get Balahulish um Bridge. Oh yes, that yep. is very good. Mm-hmm. Actually, that is that is really really good. Um, <laughs> a little road trunk road on my list here because um, this is the A eight two eight, and that is the Connell to South Balahulish Trunk Road, linking two very nice bridges from yes. Connell Bridge to Balahulish. Yeah. yeah, have yeah. you been on it? Yes, I have. I have actually. Yeah, it's, it is a nice stretch. We're there. getting into that part of the country where the roads they genuinely offer some beautiful scenery. Oh yeah, you know. Yep. Um, oh, and 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 that makes me think A87 because that's a stunning road as well mm-hmm. um, onto Sky. Yes. Although there are long monotonous sections of that road it's as well. Is a Sky Bridge part of that road? Yes, it is. It goes all the way to Portree, the A87. Yeah. You know, so. When was the last time you were up there? Oh, 2013, I think. Oh, I have yeah. never. Do you know, um, I, I have been driven before, but I, the last time I went to Sky, mm-hmm. it wasn't a bridge. All right. I'm okay, showing my age. <laughs> yeah, and I, I do need to get up there mm-hmm. to, go, to go and have a look at that. So there's, there's roads, really. A lot of these ones I've, I've never even explored. Yeah. Um, sticking with this part, of the, the 85. This is a road we've been on quite a bit when we've we've gone uh, gone to go hill walking and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Quite recently, got average speed cameras, doesn't it? Uh, at the section um, from uh, Tindrum to uh, is it Creef or um, no Domali 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 Yeah, on the eighty five, there's a there's a section there now that's got average speed cameras mm-hmm. uh, because of that again because of the motorcycles basically um, misbehaving. <laughs> well, that's us lost all our motorcycle <laughs> listeners. I do apologise. No, no. Yeah, poor, I, I would do it as a as a poor safety record. Yeah, uh, yeah. On, the, on those things too. And so. that's the road to Oban from Crane Larry. Um yeah. and and then the A eighty four. Does the A eighty four come off of that one? Goes down through Calendar, and that's the one that goes through Calendar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On those ones, uh, people will correct us if we're wrong, uh, so we really yeah. shouldn't worry too much about it. <laughs> now, um, here's a cool road. Um, I believe it's the A835. This is the road that goes from Tor Roundabout to Ollipol. Oh, that's a good road. Yeah. Um, I remember this as a kid, always going up to, to Ollipol and down that way. Um, the sections nearer to Tor are not so great, mm-hmm. but um, in terms of, of how nice they look, but it does really kind of open out and it does look quite nice as you get towards the top. Mm-hmm. Do you know it leads to one of the shortest trunk roads in Scotland? Really? Yeah. One of the well, I'll talk just just chuck some facts in here to break up the monotony mm-hmm. of our list, right? Um the A9 893 in Ullapool, it's also called Shore Road, mm-hmm. is only about 0.3 of a mile long. Interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I believe that. that the shortest trunk road we have is the A7071 which links oh. Bothwell to the Wraith <laughs> interchange. <laughs> so I so from the B7071 Bovel yes. Road at Bovel Bridge down to Wraith. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got a I've got a little little story about it. Oh. Um, I many years ago now, when when that opened as part of the improvements, I remember being tasked with putting the sign up for the maintenance of it. Mm-hmm. And I remember, well, we got to have this time this sign just for this. Yes, we do. It's in yep. the contract. Yep. Yep. And uh, to this day, that that sign is there. So mm-hmm. when you see the this A seven oh seven one and maintained, that was me. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you for that useful fact, John. <laughs> just, just patting myself on the back. Anyway, um, anything else interesting? Well, there is every road in the northwest is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I would say it is. And I mean, there are some interesting A roads down here as well. I mean, thinking about trunk roads in the west of Scotland, we've still got an A8 in two distinct sections. There's a section in Lanarkshire and a section in Inverclyde. Yes, yes, there are. Yeah, and we we have touched on it in the in the no, we have had podcasts to talk about it, and also the A seven two five, which is um, the Belsell Bypass, East Kilbride Expressway, yep. and stuff like that. A seven two six, Glasgow Southern Orbital, yes. mm-hmm. which we have spoken about a bit as well. Yep, you know mm-hmm. another trunk road, despite yep. its white signs, but it is there. Um, I never realised this when making the list, Stuart. The A ninety nine comes up as a trunk road. Yes, it's up that. to Wick. To Wick, mm-hmm. our trunk. Yeah, and that was the original E9. It was. The E9 was moved at the, some point. Yeah. 1996 or 1997. Was that as well? When they reorganised all these trunk roads and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is where I expect Duncan to come booming through the door yeah, right yeah, now and yeah. go, actually, it was precisely this date and this time. And 
And we'll, the E9 we'll now goes to Thurzo, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. so it's Scrabster. Yeah. Scrabster, okay. As, again, Duncan will quickly correct you on mm-hmm. if you say Thurzo. That's why we have experts who look to these remote parts of the world for us. <laughs> it is good. It saves us so much in fuel, doesn't it? Yes. Um, so, no, right. One more road, and then I'm going to maybe move on to some facts. Mm-hmm. Um, just looking in, in other parts of the country um, that we've got here. Oh, here's one. I, lo- I love some of the names that they've they've given this. Is we've got one here, the A889. The A889. Is that on that road oh. Livingston that runs down the dual carriageway from <laughs> M8 That's down the to A899. Uh, this is the A889. Okay. I know, tongue twister. Mm-hmm. I don't think you've driven this, right? But this is a little. This is a road that goes from Dalwinnie to Lagan Bridge, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the one that kind of cuts the corner from the A9. You go off at Dalwinnie. I don't know if you've you've been to that oh, one. Oh, is this the one that takes you across to the the one that goes across to Fort William? Yes, that's Spin Bridge. Yes, I I think I might have driven that oh, one actually. The one I haven't driven. There's another one like this over the western side that goes from the A82 to the A87. Yeah, I haven't driven that one. Is that a trunk road? Is that on your list? Oh, maybe. I, oh, I don't know. I can't see it. Here. That's some bedtime reading for you there, Stuart. <laughs> so you've you've got that you've got that there. So um, yeah. no, there is. So like I said, forty forty two A roads can't mm-hmm. possibly sit and cover all of these in one podcast. No. but it's going to give all you guys listening a bit of a taster of what we're going to d- dive into and look up. Um, if any of these trunk roads that we've mentioned um, or not mentioned that you'd like to hear about, um, you know, us to prioritise, please get in touch. Let us know. Do you live on one of them? Do you use one of them? Are we wrong about this? Or is there maybe something else we could elaborate on? Please let us know. Yeah, and we would like to hear your thoughts on each of the podcasts that that, that we're putting out now as well. So, you know, when we post a thread, uh, you know, when it's available and it's, mm-hmm. it's online on the social media, whatever, please feel free to leave comments below letting us know what you think of the episode, any suggestions, all that sort of thing. And, um, okay, I'm done with my list. Why don't we get some little facts yeah, about, go for it. about yeah. things? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you know that the A96 is 101 miles long? No, I, I can't say I did, actually. <laughs> well, that now, makes sense that it is. Now but... you do. Well, here's a question for you. How long do you think the M77 is? M77? Yeah. Oh, that must be about 25 miles? Yeah, nearly. It's 18 no, okay. I've got yeah. on here to be honest with mm-hmm. you, um, which you know, just a quick. I didn't go out with a wheel and measure right. these oh, myself. Okay. But a quick run from there. <laughs> but um, some other. Uh, this this is a really interesting thing to say just at the end of this about trunk roads. Think about every road in Scotland, mm-hmm. right? Every road from the one right outside this house mm-hmm. to a little dirt track to the massive five, dual five-lane sections of the M8, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Every road in Scotland. It's actually, if you think about all the miles, it's a huge amount. You know, trunk roads of all of these things, when considered, are actually only 10%. Yeah. Le- less, sorry, less than 10% yeah. of, of, of what it is if you look at the total mileage of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would actually, it's quite staggering. I've got some statistics here of um, how many miles of trunk road there are in the UK, and I'll talk about Scotland. Well, sorry, I say UK, but Great Britain, because I'm not including Northern Ireland. Right, okay. Okay, so there is 247,500 miles of road in Great Britain. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. so just on a quarter of a million miles. Oh, jeez. Uh, 189,000 of them in England, 36,000 are in Scotland, and 21,000 in Wales. So we're in second place. Mm-hmm. We'll get there, um, to be honest with you. So that that's kind of like 15% of, of the kind of trunk, the, the road mileage. Overall is, roads, okay. Uh, are in Scotland, uh, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. And as I said earlier, the actual amount of trunk roads in Scotland is less than 10% of the, those uh, 36,000 miles. So uh, another trunk road fact that I've got here. Did you know this, Stuart? There are 4,970 trunk road structures in Scotland from bridges, high-mast lights, and culverts. And its gross asset value is about $7.62 billion. Wow. Well, that, that, yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? So if you that's... were Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. you could come here and buy every culvert, <laughs> high-mast light, gantry, bridge, and all these things. Who would want to buy anything else? <laughs> And he'd be responsible for maintaining them. Yeah. He'd quickly relinquish them. Um, to be honest with you, uh, that's that's something to mention actually quickly about about trunk roads. Yeah, interesting. It's not yeah. just the roads; it's 
the bridges Best and everything. The, the, them, yeah. the, the, the high mast lighting, we mentioned, that's a structure in its own right and, and all these things. So it, it's not just the tarmac, so yeah. to speak. There's all this stuff that has to be considered. So the Scottish government have quite a task on their hands looking after these things. Mm-hmm. It's and an undertaking, yeah, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And then our local authorities obviously pay um, and finance all our, our local roads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on funded there. through the council tax. Yeah. Right. Well, that's me about covered every road in Scotland, and that's that's me. Yeah, that's it done. I, I think that's, <laughs> that's that's a good overview of some of the main the main roads in Scotland. There's some people probably. I mean, we're not even aware, or I certainly wasn't aware of some of these numbers. So I'm sure there'll be other people listening that'll be interested in that as well. Um, gives you a good idea for what we're going to be talking about going Absolutely. forward. Absolutely. Um, yep. In terms of some of the podcasts that we do have planned for this year, I know we will have one for the Keswick Bridge 40th anniversary in the summer. Um, I think we're going to do one on the M8 again. It's time we revisited the M8 and, you know, and had a good we, look at that. One of the things, we have spoken about the M8 in Glasgow quite a mm-hmm. lot, but we do need to talk about sections yeah. in the east. Yeah. And of course, there'll be a, an array of other subjects as well. Like we've spoken about traffic studies before. Mm-hmm. We've spoken about signage types with the experts on. All mm-hmm. these things, we're, 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 you know, we have big plans. Yeah, for the yeah, podcast. We'll also bring you up to date news on what's happening in local yeah. authority projects yeah. and things yeah. like that. I do enjoy those podcasts where we kind of round up mm-hmm. all the road improvements that have been happening, yep. what we think of them. Yep. So, uh, and, and of course, if anybody has any topics they would like us to cover, you know, feel free to get in touch, drop yeah. us a line, and we'll, we'll always be happy to. Was it something to, to, something to do with roads or, or transport, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, exactly. We'll, we'll be able to dip our hand into that. So, yep. I feel that we're at the beginning of a long journey. Yes, and there's a lot, we are. lot to discuss and a lot to learn, and hopefully lots of new listeners as well to come and enjoy what you know the product that we produce and enjoy producing yes, and making every month. And and it will remain a monthly podcast mm-hmm. as well, with maybe some occasional specials. Yes, dotted in there. But I, I do feel it's been a while since we sat down. I know we've we've been busy with this rebrand, mm-hmm. though, haven't yep. we? No, exactly. Now, all episodes of this podcast will be available wherever you find podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Podbean is the primary uh, platform that we use. That's where we publish through, but you'll also find it on Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon. Anyway, anywhere you find podcasts, you'll find us on there. Just search for Scottish Roadscast. Yes, and we'll be there. Roads cast with an S in it. Indeed, be sure to leave us some reviews. Yep. Um, give us a, a rating as well. Help us spread the word. Um, tell your friends. Um, you know this new tell podcast your family. Yep. Yeah. Recommend us. Absolutely. You know, there's 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 something for everyone here. You don't have to be a, an enthusiast. <laughs> To enjoy these podcasts, Just simply, I would say, yeah, a user. Well, we're all we all in a way benefit and use roads, so mm-hmm. yeah, a- anyone and everyone is welcome to. Indeed, it. as I always used to mention in ritualistic fashion on our old podcasts, don't forget to have a look on social media. We have a wonderful new regime going with yes, our do. then and now posts that have come yep. out. I personally think they're the best. Oh, you would, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Duncan's got some fantastic ones from from up north yep. as well. Voicheck, he's got all the ones with the older vehicles yep. and stuff. It's so cool. So go on Facebook, go on Twitter, go on Instagram, and and get your kind of your fix from there and yep. have a look. I th- I think it's miles better what we're doing there. Oh yes, it really is, and, and welcome. Not that to- it was bad in the past, but I, I can just see now more and more people are engaging, fresh. And enjoying it. A nice refreshing up of things. It's, it's it's always good. Yeah. And welcome to all the new followers, some oh, hundreds of new followers since the rebrand across yeah. all social media platforms. So welcome to anyone who's maybe found this podcast through there. Um, you're very welcome, and and we hope you stick with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's us for for episode one. That's it done. Yes. Here's to episode two. And we'll Three, see you for four, that, five, yeah. and six. And we'll see you for that in a few weeks. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks then. Bye for now. Bye bye.